check, mic check. This is Cult Classic interview number 24. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. And I'm here with Gizmo and Sophia. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing, doing good, good. Doing good. Chili. Chili? <laughs> and did I pronounce that right, by the yes, way? Yes, you did. I did because Normally, I've heard it pronounced like, nine out of ways. <laughs> nine out of ten people don't pronounce it right, so you got it. So we just cleared that up. <laughs> um, And we are here in not-so-sunny Los Angeles. Are we... We're not. Oh, let's not say your exact location. No, we're we're, we're still in Los Angeles yeah. County. Technically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're just in the sunnier side in the mountains. Yeah. Not so <laughs> sunny at the moment. Where the Kardashians yes, Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> so shit. What part you guys out here? Because I know Gizmo, you're originally from Rhode Island. Yeah, I'm originally from Rhode Island, and what brought me out here was music, and then Safir. <laughs> me so um, you were already out here yeah i'm here uh, i've lived here my whole life but i'm from florida originally oh, okay. but like pretty much like where we're at i'm not gonna say the location but yeah where we're at it's just like a really easy place to hang out it's kind of like the suburbs you're just chilling everything's like convenient and like yeah a lot of p- producers live out here musicians yeah, so it's a yeah, cool area uh big it's soundcloud l- producers yeah it's here. less busier than la but it's just like really just chill to be at and like you're not far from anything yeah. you know yeah and it's LA, like you said la is right there yeah, yeah. It's very congested and like i don't know we we had some shit where like i'm not trying to pay a thousand dollars rent to have homeless people jerking off on my front door you know what i'm saying dude i was driving here, just right here and there was this homeless dude bro <laughs> had his bags in the corner of the road shirtless and was running around like <laughs> like yelling in the in yeah the, in yep. the road yep. <laughs> that's very it's much weekend. like the definition like, of la it was and wild. like avocado toast and that was like 30 minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> well shit what's the difference between oh you need a, i thought you need a letter i was like damn boy nah i'll just keep talking bro <laughs> no, no, no. i thought you were looking for one because you put it down what was um what was the biggest difference between coming out here compared to Rhode Island? Like, what was, like, one of the, the biggest, like, culture shocks? That's, like, it's way different over... I'm New England boy myself, yeah. so I kind of get it. Like... Yeah, no, it's definitely, like... Like, you know, everything being so close together. Like, back on the East Coast, there's, like, no fences because there's, like, forest in between the houses and it's really spaced out. And, like, from where I grew up, you got to drive 30 minutes to get to any kind of fast food restaurant. So, like, here you you got fast food restaurants literally point one of a Eats. mile away. Yeah, <laughs> Postmates and Uber Eats, too. That shit, that shit got me addicted first, like, year I was here. Oh, Postmates? <laughs> Postmates and Uber Eats. Yeah. Yeah. I was living Spent off that shit. And the that. market's <laughs> open, like, 24-7. Like, you'll yeah, always find stuff yeah. to get here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I think Things are just open 24-7 here, where it's, like, on the East Coast. Everything closes at, like, 9 or 10. And then they question you, why are you out at this hour? Yeah. (laughs) Well, shit. So, when did you... You said you grew up... Did you grow up mostly in Florida? You said you grew up here. I mean, I I was, like, in Florida until I was six. And then, yeah, I moved here. And then I pretty... Yeah, pretty much grew up here. So, yeah. But I do remember Florida, though, distinctly. It was just, like, very hot, humid, nice, and uh, I'm good. Yeah, it was like a cool, fun place. But yeah, my mom actually made us move. Here. She made us move here. Um, but yeah, she wanted to actually get into the entertainment industry herself because she's a singer. So she thought this place was like best, which it is, you know, it kind of benefited me in the end, yeah. you know, <laughs> so it's sick. That's what's up. So what kind of 
you said your mom was a singer songwriter. So yes. that's what got you into music essentially? Uh yeah, I think so. Like my mom, you know, was always singing and songwriting and like my whole family was. Like my grandpa was, my uncle, my brother, like my grandma, my dad. It's like everyone played instruments. So like it almost was like, All right, like how do I go about this? And it's like I didn't really I mean, I liked playing instruments, but I wasn't really like crazy about it, but I felt like I always kind of knew how to write songs. So, you know, all the time I would just write, but like no one would understand it. And then <laughs> there would be like, what are you trying to do? And then finally, like once I like got the internet and learned how to get beats, it all like came to fruition. Everything started, everything started to make sense. Yes. <laughs> so what were you like, your early influences? Like that would have been someone to like, to oh, really man. make you want to uh hold on really wait oh my god it's there i mean there was just so many but like i know for a fact it was avenge sevenfold because i my brother showed me the song a little piece of heaven and that's when the there that album came out which is self-titled which is in 2007 i i swear this was just like a fucking birth for me and i think i was in like sixth grade and i had like an eye touch and then like he showed me this band and then like instantly i was like whatever they're doing i want to do that <laughs> and like whatever they're playing i want to listen to more of it and like dive into it so definitely them and like probably also like slipknot but yeah mainly Avenged sevenfold so a lot of like the more rock yeah more yeah. rock side of things yeah i mean i was also like a warp tour kid so i was like listening to a bunch of like emo music too yeah. so like i just loved the whole fucking genre it made me feel good and sad but it was good you know <laughs> myspace <laughs> The MySpace days. Yes. God damn. Yo, is MySpace even still there? That it's still there. Out? Still up. Still up. Is yes. On it? I don't know. Is anybody I, on MySpace? It's like the weird side of the internet. Like, There's you just don't even know, like, who the yeah, fuck, you know, know. like. <laughs> You'll probably, that's probably where people go when they don't want to, where they don't want other people to know what's going on. Yeah. So some group on MySpace is just, like, hiding out on the internet. Yeah. It's uh, like. It's like <laughs> the weirdo. It's like the dark okay. web, you know? No one knows that they exist. Oh <laughs> Shout out to my did you get into um did you ever start to get into really any other music as you got older? Yeah, yeah. So I got into like more of like hip hop when I was like fifteen, sixteen and so my um and so oh, my grammar sucks. Um my friend introduced me to ID and abilities which is a rap group. And then she introduced me to apathy and like atmosphere and uh, like MF doom and all like that hip hop scene, you know? Yeah. And so I'd go to these shows and like, I just really just, I don't know. I dove into the genre and I like really admired it. And like, yeah, definitely idea was like a good big fat influence. So yeah, I fuck with hip hop. <laughs> That's what's up. I kind of zoned out, by the way. Sorry. I was like, what was your question again no, in my head? <laughs> we're all high. Yeah, all right. SoundCloud rap. Yeah, and then SoundCloud rap. Yeah, but, like, mainly, like, hip-hop. Like, I thought, you know, if I was going to get into this genre, I should really, like, school myself a little bit because, yeah. like, you know, someone's going to ask me, like, oh, like, you, what was your influence? <laughs> what were you doing? And I'm like, I was listening to hip-hop, trying to, you know, learn some old school shit because, like, you know, I feel like time in, like, music always makes, like, a big turn like a big circle so yeah. you know i assume some things will make a comeback <laughs> so fucking your sound when you first started making music okay there was there was a track i was looking through like your spotify specifically mm -hmm. yeah and there was like the first song and there was like what 2009 or whatever is that y you yeah that? yeah i mean there was like there was a big gap there was like a seven year difference between the first song you had on there and then 
the next song that was out. I don't even know which one you're talking about, but oh shit, oh god, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's me. That's me. Song. I feel like I've I'm been just, just posting songs my whole life, but like I just forget, just because I'm like, all right, you well, sounded a lot younger on it. I probably was lie. like a child. I just want to know if it was you because I've seen Spotify. It pop probably up. It's is called SOS. Yes, that is me. Oh God, fuck! And you then found the next it. song was better off 2017. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that I recorded that song when I was 12. Yeah. <laughs> My mom took me into a nice, juicy studio. I'm just kidding. No, it was a cool studio. Um, it was like a professional studio. We were just trying to figure out like, can I fucking do this? Like, and I just didn't know how to really sing back then but you can obviously tell i was writing though so you can kind of hear like that sort of dark essence but it was like very like younger and childish and like yeah i don't know like i feel like i grew from that and it's kind of interesting to look back and hear it but yeah i'm not saying i like love it i'm not proud of it but yeah it's it's interesting to hear it (laughs) i I know how that feels though well your comeback to music after that you kind of gotten some more like electronic influence shit. Yeah. And I noticed your sound kind of as it went on. Yeah. Started to get in, started to try uh-huh. other genres. Is yeah. that something you want to keep doing or do you kind of, or do you feel like you're kind of just trying to focus in on what you can do best? Um, I, I don't know actually at the moment. I, I love electronic music, but I think to make what I want to make, is just so specific which is weird because it's like of course like someone can send me an electronic beat and like i could sing around it but like with the electronic songs i had in the past like i really like took the time and like had this vision and sat there and created it and like i mean i think like people do have the patience to make that but i don't I haven't met someone that i'm like damn i want to make that again and like recreate it oh god the dogs <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and yeah i definitely want to keep doing more of it in the future but I think right now I'm just trying to figure out, like, what is this your genre? Just because, like, so many people are like, oh, you know, you're making a funk song and then an electronic song and then a rap song. But I feel like you can kind of do that and get yeah. away with it today. Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. I think, like, also um, just the hard part about that is, like, sort of figuring out, like, touring or, like, with my manager, because I have managers now shout outs to tim and jared moving up in the world (laughs) yeah yeah uh yeah they're awesome they're like my dads um so like sometimes you just kind of need to sort of have a genre and then they can like sort of put you in certain like places or tours where like kind of have a core sound yeah yeah exactly because like in the past i think my setback was a lot of people were like oh what do we do with you like what are you gonna sound like or what's the consistency you know like because i have i have songwriting consistency but like sound wise everything is just so drastically different which i love but it's kind of hard to like put myself or fit myself somewhere so yeah (laughs) that makes sense yeah that makes sense so we're along this whole timeline how do you guys meet How'd that happen? Well, because I'm okay. You said you said she was one of the reasons why you moved out. I remember because I what do you? you I messaged her on SoundCloud. (laughs) I mean, not SoundCloud on Twitter, and then she didn't reply. And then, like a year later, in like 2017, I messaged her again, um, and then we started talking, and we made a song, and we were cool. And then I was like going to come out to LA for a show, so then I didn't. We linked up, and then, yeah, it was just, like, 
Yeah. It was Swart. so funny because I remember looking at his profile. I think this was like 2015 or 2016. It's probably 2015, honestly, because I remember this was like beginning of SoundCloud. Yeah. And I saw he had a girlfriend. And so I was like, you know, I'm very, very like respectful. So I'm like, all right, if this guy has a girlfriend, he's not going to say anything. Literally going to leave this guy alone, not talk to him. And then like two years later, I usually do not respond to <laughs> messages, not in a bad way. I just like get a lot of anxiety. But yeah, like he messaged me. And I just wanted to make music. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, well, he looks kind of single now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. I kind of <laughs> like him, and like we have really good long conversations, and like we click very well. And then when, it, when we met each other in person, it was like, holy shit, yeah, we vibes. you're like my other half, <laughs> <laughs> even though you're taller than me by like inches. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And then when did you guys decide to start making music together? Did that was that just kind of happening really off the rip? Well, like yeah, we, we the first rip. we first made like a song together, and then like we didn't make any new music for like a really long time. But like we we just like to you know keep it like rare, I guess, and only drop like the bangers. You know what I mean? Like I feel you. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Because, like, a lot of people feel like everything needs to come out and not everything needs to come exactly. out. Exactly. Dude, no, seriously. Yeah, everyone's yeah, we made just a shit ton of stuff yeah. that we, we never put out or, you know, never even went to get mixed because it just wasn't worth it. Like, we know what sound we want and what we're going for and the quality we want. So yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, people, I, I see it so much. People are, like, preach consistency and stuff. But I'm like, bro, you're not dropping anything worth me going back to. Yeah, literally. literally. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. like that's like, literally the whole thing. Fast like, food music, you know. You want you want that nice juicy steak from you know the five star restaurant <laughs> that you can take back to your crib and put in the put in the fridge <laughs> and you know leave it there for four days and come back and eat it and you won't get sick. You know you put McDonald's in the fridge. <sighs> you you McDonald's period. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's so funny because I'll be like on a random cheeseburger McDonald's binge, but now I think of it, I'm like, I'm so disgusted. Like, I don't want McDonald's. That actually happened to me a couple weeks ago. (laughs) I wanted a McDouble and a fucking apple pie. I couldn't shake it. I don't know why. Oh, shit. Wait, hold up. What up, Sean? We're doing an interview. What up? Welcome back. Don't mind us. Lana and Archer are in um, Evan's room, by the way, so don't mind if you hear a scratch on the door. We're going to take them out once we're done. Yeah. (laughs) Anywho, <laughs> so what were we talking about? Uh, McDonald's and McDonald's. McDoubles. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I, I, I couldn't shake this craving, and I go to eat it, and I feel like shit after. Yeah. And I'm like, why the it's fuck never, did I crave it's this? Never a good idea. <laughs> why? You know what? I'm really loving Popeyes now. The new chicken sandwich. The chicken man. sandwich is fire. I have not tried that chicken sandwich. You know, fire. you think it's overhyped, and then you try it, and then you understand why. Yeah, but also it depends back. on the location. A lot of people yeah, that's are accurate. It's crap, and it depends on the location you go to. Some people just don't try. You know what I'm saying when they're making it. Yeah. Some places they try. Yeah, because there's been times where even like last time we had the chicken sandwich, it was like kind of cold, and they didn't add like a lot of seasoning. So yeah, it wasn't I, cold. It was good. Mine was then. Yeesh. Wow. <laughs> 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 well, well. Well, shit. So, moving over to you, where did your influence? You, you kind of have the same influences that that she does. Uh, we maybe a little. Maybe we grew up on like completely like different bands or whatever. I guess. You yeah, I mean, say. there's like a middle ground of stuff. There's a we kind of like like Alice in Chains. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. I grew up from like being like a baby all the way until I was like twelve on like alternative rock or like you know dad rock like alice in chains and primus and dad rock um, yeah. <laughs> freaking 
what else? There's Alice in Chains, Primus, Rage Against the Machine, you know, freaking Nine Inch Nails, yeah. stuff like that. And then a lot of reggae, too. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad would show me some rap and some hip-hop, but none of it really clicked until, like, one of my dad's coworkers showed me, like, Lil Wayne and, like, Gucci Mane and shit like that. And then, like, he had me making CDs for him every week. I'd be on, like, Dat Piff, downloaded shit, and I got really into that. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, like, once I start got really, like, got really into, like, Walk a Flock of Flame and, like, the sound. I was already making music on SoundCloud, but, you know, like, w I didn't really have my own sound. And then, like, I don't know, I just was listening to Walk a Flock of Flame and then the SoundCloud beats. So I just wanted to take it to the next level of, like, the yelling shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And, like, Sesh Hall Waterboys, too, you know, they influenced me a lot, too, to, like, create my own style. And then on a good hunting trip, some folk music. Yes. Yeah, good folk exactly. music, man. Pretty much that's it. So you said you were before all the Waka Flocka and all that wave happened, you are dropping music. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to them. I wasn't already dropping music. I was dropping music before, like, you know, like, like say Raider Clan was a thing. I was dropping music in seventh grade and eighth grade on SoundCloud before, like, and any of that So shit what kind of pushed you to, to do that so young? Because not a lot of 7th, 8th graders think. Oh, maybe now in 2019, yeah, but not yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. I feel like being young and finding the underground is just so fascinating. Well, no, I didn't find the underground. I was posting... I just looked up free free music upload. No, I'm saying when you when you start putting yourself on SoundCloud and did find out about the underground. Yeah, yeah, later on, though. Yeah. I don't know. It was just like listening to Lil Wayne. I just wanted to rap. It was like, oh, damn, this is so sick, like... I know I probably won't ever be able to make it, but, like, I still want to do it. And then, like, I found people like Ugly Mane and, you know, Bones and, like, stuff like that. And I was just like, damn, like, these people are actually making it in, like, 2012, 2013, 2014. And, you know, they're not Eminem doing Eminem raps. You know, yeah. So <laughs> Lyrical, cool. spiritual. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, necessarily – that's pretty much what made me want to take it serious. So the bone – that whole Bones, that little – the uh the ugly you said little ugly meme little, uh, yeah that's yeah what I, I found a little ugly meme before i found bones on like youtube he's fucking he's fucking crazy he's so that legend. whole wave kind of pushed you to be like all right i'm gonna take this to the next step yeah exactly. kind of start dropping my own music i mean no nah, because you said way nah, i was already want. dropping music i was already making like soundcloud music but like that's what their success made me want to take it serious okay if you know what i mean so Going back before that, would you you would probably say hearing all the rock music, the reggae music, and then hearing Lil Wayne and stuff that kind of all collectively pushed together and influenced you to probably start dropping at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what was it like when you first started making music? When you were in like middle school, I'm assuming you didn't exactly have, you know what I mean, the equip maybe the equipment no, or the knowledge yeah. you have now. First time I recorded a song was in a studio at Camp Woodward when I was 12 and I recorded two songs there and I really liked you know making the music so then I would make raps over my beats I would find on YouTube that I would put on my iPod and I would videotape myself and I would upload that to YouTube and then I found you know SoundCloud and just started uh, uploading shit with like a $50 mic that my dad got me but that shit was so whack like I couldn't like I could barely use it but like I don't know I guess what my sound would be like it sounded like you know like Jada Kiss or like Trade of Truth because I just was like 
I used like a gritty ass voice, but wanted to like, I obviously wanted to like push and put more energy into it, but I couldn't because the mic was so ass. If I did, it would fucking pop and blow out. You know yeah. What I'm so then once I fucking got like a AT2020 or whatever, like a year or two later, that's when I really found my shit. So what were you recording on originally? It was a snowball mic. It was like a $50 snowball mic. Classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, well, like what program were you, was, did it have? GarageBand. GarageBand. And I still use GarageBand. I've gone through hella programs. I've gone through FL Studio, Ableton, like everything. But just me personally, I just like GarageBand. That's what we are right now. Hell even yeah. to do this interview. <laughs> no. Real shit. I have done all my interviews on GarageBand. It's crazy. Fucking garage um, band. Yeah, fucking garage band and iMovie. My shit's pretty DIY. There's <laughs> no secret sauce to my shit. <laughs> um Well damn. So when would so you start taking it seriously after the whole bones wave and the Waka Flocka wave and all that stuff. When would you say after you start taking it seriously that you kinda started to notice, okay, this is really fucking working? Uh, probably when I made my own YouTube and dropped a video on it called No Teeth with my friend Kyle, who filmed and edited it, that, that like, just went up spontaneously and sporadically out of nowhere, and then that just made me, like, realize that, I mean, to get to that point, I still... You know, it was like, all right, I'm putting my life on the line. I just want this so bad. I'm going to do whatever it takes. But that's when I was like, all right, yeah, like, this is definitely for me. Word. Word. Before we uh, before we end part one, you guys got anything you want to add real quick? Because I know you got to scoot out in a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. I have a, a meeting to go to Ooh, for plans to show you guys more music and videos. But, yeah, there's going to be moves. new music on the way. 2020 is just going to be crazy. It's just going to be a whole new sound. And I hope you guys like it because I spent a lot of time working on all this new shit. And yeah, give me a follow. Safir1996 on Instagram. (laughs) Safir on Twitter. Safir on YouTube. And yeah, you. (laughs) On Spotify. Spotify. Yes, I keep forgetting. Spotify, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Napster. No, Apple Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. You're on Apple Music. Apple Music. (laughs) Deezer. Deezer. Title. Title. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much all yep, of those. All of yes. Very much so. Live. Amazon. Amazon. Everything. iTunes. Oh <laughs> is yeah. iTunes that I think iTunes is dead now. I mean, I get a yeah, good amount Apple of, of downloads from iTunes, so I'm down for the uh yeah. iTunes fans. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Them them wholesale yes. uh songs pay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that's probably the wrong term. But <laughs> Paying a dollar for a song pays a lot more. Than yeah, story. pretty much. So, yes. Yeah. 100%. I'm with it if you want to ever pay me a dollar for any of my tracks. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Real shit. But, um, yeah, that was part one. Go hit us on Instagram at Call Classic Official, K-U-L-T Classic Official. Check out our website, K-U-L-T Classic Official.com. And hit us on Twitter. And because Twitter's a hoe, won't let us put the whole name. It's K-U-L-T Classic O-F-F. And then follow me at Bobby D on the beat. B-O-B-B-Y-D-E-E, two E's on the beat.